What is up, everybody? Happy Monday. My name is Mor Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. And this is the 52 Podcast, 52 books, 52 weeks, making every week count. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week on the channel. For those of you that are new, what we do here is we read a book every week, usually personal development or business, something along those lines, and synthesize the keynotes for you. So check it out. If you're too lazy to read books, then check out our podcast because you'll get all the key points. Uh, for those of you that are back, thank you so much for joining us yet again on episode 31 where we have read Gary Vaynerchuk's Crush It, the original, uh, that we read his sequel of, what was it, first book, Ross? Our first, first book, book was our first, first book, book was Crushing It, and we're coming back to Crush It to check out the first uh, portion of that two-book series, and we'll give you all the details later, but before that, let's talk coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, we just want to, you know, hope all of our listeners are, are safe and, uh, you know, are abiding by you know, whatever's going on in their area, whether, you know, they're, they're allowed to go out, just have to proceed with caution, or, you know, for us, we live in L.A., our, our whole state is pretty much on a lockdown. So, you know, we just hope everyone's doing well. Um, but aside from that, you know, it's interesting. We've been watching how it's been affecting a lot of businesses and um, just going to be curious to see what happens with all of these individuals who are losing time at work or restaurant owners who are losing valuable customers so it's going to be something that's going to be, you know, have a lasting effect for a while. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think more? How's it been for you so far? You know, this whole thing is a little crazy, but I was just in a training where someone articulated something very well to me, uh, and it has to do with kind of the roots of the word crisis. So the roots of the word crisis, and I can't really bring it back to you because I'm not going to know exactly, you know, the breakdown, Latin roots and all that sort of stuff. What I did, did remember that really stuck out for me was the word crisis actually comes from two root words. One that means danger and the other that means opportunity. So when there's crisis, there is danger and there is opportunity. So yes, is there a dangerous situation that's currently happening in the world right now where people are dying and truly seeing a negative effect on a massive scale? 100%. Do we get to be aware of that and be cautious and, and make sure that we're setting ourselves up to win health-wise so that we don't you know, infect other people or even you know, get the disease to begin with, you know, ma manage your health? Of course. However, on the flip side, there's been a lot of opportunity for a lot of different providers of services, and for people that want to invest money in the stock market, <laughs> because right now everything is at a discount. So, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunity out there with this craziness. Obviously, this craziness is something that we really get to be considerate of. And, you know, just like you said, Ross, you know, to all of our listeners out there, as many of you as there are, uh, we wish you the best of health and, you know, make sure that you're taking care of your body and yourself first and keeping distance because lord knows this thing is crazy and it just is spreading and spreading and spreading and we don't need a situation like italy um so while there is all of this danger and all of this crazy circumstance there's a lot of opportunity for those that can provide services to people like delivery of goods or you know or you know decontamination of their houses or of their businesses you know, support in working from home, getting offices 
working remote. There's a lot of opportunity for people in that business, in those types of businesses. And I'm sure that in every industry, you could find an opportunity somewhere. But you just got to find it. And that's kind of how I feel on the whole thing in regards to what coronavirus is presenting for businesses and what coronavirus is presenting for, for people on the flip side of the pandemic that is actually happening. Yeah, I think it, it just gives people a time, you know, to maybe self-reflect or, you know, if they have, you know, a new hobby or a new skill or something that they wanted to learn and felt like they didn't have the time, they can use this time to kind of learn that. Like I said, learn how to code, learn, you know, read an extra book, do things that are maybe a little out of their norm, but things that they've always wanted to do. So just try to find the positive in it. And I think that's the best advice we can give to anyone that's in the same situation that we are right now. But um, with that, let's get into a book all about uh, motivation. You know, Gary Vee's uh, Crush It, which like Moore said, we started off this whole journey with uh, the sequel to this book. So I was curious to kind of go back and, and see it. We had it on our computer for a while, and I just felt like this was a good week because it's not something that's super intensive to read, and it's more of uh, a story. Gary Vee really, if you've read any of his books before, it's almost like an autobiography for the most part, and he uses that to motivate you by telling you his story. But it's always something good to go back to someone who, you know, if you're just joining us for the first time, it comes from an, an author or an influencer or whatever word you want to use, entrepreneur as well, that you might be familiar with. So it makes it a little bit easier for you to maybe get in the groove in a crazy time. What do you think, more? What were your first thoughts on this book? Because I think we're going to go, you know, there really is no chapter by chapter. I think we're going to do kind of an overhaul of, what we liked on the book, what we didn't, what our key takeaways are, and things like that this week, if you're cool with it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, as we said before we jumped on this, it's a Gary V book. So just like you said, autobiography heavy. But he has a good story. So it's not a, it's not like it's a bad story to listen to. It is a good story. It's um, And he uses it well. He uses analogies from his life to teach lessons throughout the book, just like a lot of authors do. But it's a Gary V book, so he goes off script quite often and, and loves to kind of, you know, customize it for the for the listener as opposed to someone that gets to read the book, which is always fun in Gary V fashion to get something that's a little different than what you would get in a different source of, uh, a different content um, provider, let's say, I guess, right, a different way to digest media, whether it's a social media platform or online or however um, you're taking on his content. It's just interesting how he likes to plug different places and it's really really creative um and I think that's also something that he really teaches throughout the book is to really just be you and be creative and find places where you can um have advantages throughout the spectrum of different social media platforms that you can use to create business and industry uh and influence and attention uh and I think that it was really interesting to kind of go back to the beginning because crushing it is so much about the stories of other people that have created things via different platforms. And he did such an eloquent job of patch, matching up certain platforms and the descriptions or the lessons on those platforms with stories of how people were able to generate success with those platforms. Whereas with this book, it's kind of just an overall summary on, you know, what you can create with social media and this is what I did so you can too. Uh, so it's interesting to see kind of the, the dynamic between those two things because Gary Vee loves to tell his story, as we all know, because he's a big influencer and he's, his story has supported a lot of people in a lot of places in creating success in their lives. So it's obviously a viable story to tell. 
Um, but I love how now being able to see his original book and what that was all about and then pa pairing that with Crushing It, his sequel, um, it's just cool to see him bring it back to the people and wh where, you know, bring it back to his fans, bring it back to people that listened to what he had to say that changed their lives in a certain way and to get them involved in something like writing a book about how to crush it or crushing it in social media, business, advertising, marketing, sales, etc. You know what's interesting to me is the more and more that I'm exposed to Gary Vee's stuff, it, it makes me feel almost like when you're watching a magician, but you start to figure out how he does the trick, even though he tells you, essentially. My thing with Gary Vee now is, in my opinion, he wants to be Warren Buffett. Like, he was talking again about the baseball cards. Now, I didn't know he's been on this baseball card journey or whatever hype, whatever you want, or you want to use for it, for years. Because I see him lately talking about how all these baseball cards and things like that. I think he realized at, at some point that how Warren Buffett, how he makes a lot of his money is he controls the market in a way. His voice carries so much power in that industry that if he says, buy this, sell that, or this industry's going up, this one's going down, the market will reflect that. And he normally has his positions in place to be able to capitalize on it. Gary Vee is almost doing the same thing with his baseball cards. He's been in this industry, he understands it very well, and he knows how to kind of shift the market. If he's able to boost the price of, um, you know, a Yasiel Puig, you know, rookie card or something like that, he will, and then he'll be able to buy a bunch of those cheap prior to that, boost the price, and then look to resell them. So he's really trying to be a market controller. So the more, like I said, I'm exposed to him, I start to watch it with less of a motivational feel and more of a understanding that while he is trying to motivate you, he's really working as well. Because this whole book, for lack of a better term, is an autobiography. It really should have been written or titled as an autobiography. He's telling you all about his life story, even the little details where he goes off the cuff to give you more detail on what's happening, what happened in his life. He really is trying to build that social brand that he is talking about throughout the entire book. He's creating content. Instead of creating a podcast or putting out an Instagram post or a Twitter post, he wrote a book. And not only that, did he was able to record an audiobook, put his off the cuff, which gives him a little bit more personality and a little bit more of a connection and more of a feel towards his listeners, that he's really able to build that following in that personal brand. So for me, listening to it, the nice thing is that he is doing everything that he preaches. And I always respect Gary Vee for that. And like I said, I am a Gary Vee fan. But when you start to look at what he's doing on more of a business level and understand the intricacies of what he's trying to do, he's really selling through and through, whether it be himself trying to play with the market when it comes to his his cards, talking about how he wants to buy the Jets. I mean, for a book about business, I don't think you had to mention that you want to buy the Jets 20 times, but you know going into it that Gary Vee's going to mention, I'm going to buy the Jets 20 times. So very interesting book. Still like it. You know, definitely a fan of Gary Vee. But like I said, for me, it's almost like watching a magician so many times that you figure out how he did the trick. It doesn't make it less exciting, but it starts to take your eye off of the magic of it and start to look at how did he pull that off. I would completely agree with you. And I think that this is something that we've seen quite a few times. You know, there's a lot of fortune tellers out there when it comes to the stock market and finance and all sorts of different you know, business storytellers that have been able to take their their influence and the attention that they've created, their sphere of influence, I would say, 
and use it to their advantage to create, you know, financial wealth. Now, obviously, you know, guys like Warren Buffett created that over a very, very long time. I don't think anybody really wanted to be a stockbroker. It wasn't as fancy or, or you know, lavish to be a, a stockbroker when he decided that he wanted to go into finance at the age of, I don't know, 10 years old or some crazy whole thing. He, his story is incredible. If you haven't checked out the biography of Warren Buffett, you should definitely check that out because that man is an incredible man. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that he's taking on that same path and using his influence to create wealth by kind of playing that fortune teller role of, you know, do what I'm, you know, what I think that you guys should do and setting himself up to know that his people that pay attention to what he's doing are going to support him in that. And, you know, if you set yourself up properly, you have the opportunity to make quite a bit of cash. Um, listen, my thing with Gary Vee is that he preaches anyone can do it. Um, he preaches it's, it's about the work ethic. It's not about, you know, your daddy having enough money or being born in the right neighborhood or, you know, having go to the right school or any of that BS. It's, it's about, listen, if you put, put down the time and, you know, you have the passion for the work, then you're going to make it happen because you say so. So I love that about Gary Vee. I can't, I can't go wrong with that. In regards to the book, in regards to tools that come from the book, I mean, through him telling his story, yeah, I think this is totally an autobiography, through him telling his story, he presents a couple tools um, that you can use in your life, actually a significant amount of tools. He constantly is creating analogies between his life and different things that you can do to create influence and attention for your business or to create a brand, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, it's basically him pairing his story with different tools that you can use in your life. Uh, worthwhile? Yes. Is it specific to his life? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, right? Agreed. So, like I said, just another another Gary Vee book. I, I liked it. It's it's such an easy read to go through. It literally That's is, the beauty of it. That's, it's, that, it's just like listening to him, him have one of his stand-ups and talk for, you know, a few hours, essentially. If, if you paid money to go to a Gary Vee event, you can get the same thing from one of his books, which I appreciate. It is... It is virtually identical. Like, he, there's no way he sat down and wrote this. He stood up and talked, and someone recorded his voice and then transcribed it, in my opinion. I don't think... Which is good was, for him. I mean, listen... Which is he, good. He, he I think it's a better way of writing, in, in a way. He knows how to, how to work with his skill set. And he preaches it, right? He preaches, like... And that's something that he goes over in the book very significantly. Like, listen, if your talent is in written word, then go write a blog. If your talent is in audio and you have a great voice, then go start a podcast. If... You know, you want to be in front of the camera and you're, you know, photogenic and the whole thing, then get in front of a camera and do that thing. Or, you know, or if you have something that's super visual, use a visual platform. If you have something that's super audio, you know, use an audio platform. It's it, it sounds like common sense. It sounds like super simplicity, but it really is something that people need to remember and need to know. Because otherwise, you know, you could have a, a, a beautiful topic that would live like on Instagram in, in this incredible way, but, you know, they decided to make a podcast and there's no video for their cooking show or something. You know, it's, it's, it's just dumb. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really important, a, a really important common sense tool to get across to anyone that, you know, is considering picking up social media, networking, marketing type stuff if you've never done it before. So, I mean, there's, some, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of value, but it's, yeah. it's mostly related to his life. Exactly. What I what I also thought was interesting was um, 
as more knows, I'm not normally a big fan of this motivational type speakers because like I said, a lot of them have hidden agendas, but we did cover uh, a few other ones on this journey. The one that comes to mind is Tony Robbins and I'd never listened to any Tony Robbins things, but it is interesting to see how two people in the same kind of motivational space, how they operate and come from different worlds and how their, their books and their content is different. You know, Tony Robbins really gave a lot of, I would say almost high level, you know, not, some were investing strategies, some were how he communicates with high level executives, things like that, where Gary Vee is more talking to the everyday individual. So I thought it was an interesting thing to see the difference between how they, they've kind of not segmented, but how they've de decided on their target audience and where they're really kind of attacking and, and honing their skills on. Because like I said, Tony Robbins gives you a little bit more of follow these steps and they will get you somewhere where Gary Vee's is very simplistic in the sense of he's just like, hey, get your ass up and just do something. Doesn't matter what it is, do something. You're going to be better than if you did nothing and you're going to learn along the path. Don't have any excuses. You know what I mean? So Moore was the one who opened me up to Tony Robbins. So it makes me just think about the differences between how those two are operating. Yeah, and to, you know, it's totally different. You're so right on that. And it's so interesting if you look at it from a business perspective. And this is actually something that was brought up to me by my girlfriend, Marissa, is that if you look at Gary Vee and his audience and, the, and who he really targets with his content, it's usually a less sophisticated audience for the most part. Now, I'm not, I'm not making generalizations. I'm not, you know, trying to put anybody down. I love Gary Vee. I also love, you know, Tony Robbins, who's a little bit more philosophical and, you know, a slightly higher level transformational coach kind of conversation or language that he uses. But, you know, Gary Vee is very like, let's talk to the average Joe that wants to do something better with their life and go from, you know, working for somebody else, making maybe, you know, 80 grand a year, as a plumber or something or whatever it is, but being miserable to making 50 to a hundred grand a year being a photographer. Cause that's what they love to do. You know? So it's just, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. Whereas Tony Robbins, right? Tony Robbins has an Island and Tony Robbins is a very powerful transformational coach. That's created a, a journey for the last 30 years of, of truly just coaching people. And he's all about the billionaire boys club. Um, same thing with Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is very much about the dollars, very much about you know creating wealth um, and investment strategy and things like that. So every motivational speaker, every influencer that that speaks to people, I think has a different niche that they really speak to, which is why there's room for all of them um, because you're going to have a different audience for every person, and those audiences can intermingle. So just because you like you know, Gary Vee doesn't mean you won't like Tony Robbins just because you like Tony Robbins doesn't mean you won't like Gary Vee. But it's very possible that Gary Vee will resonate more with you than Tony Robbins because you like the way that he speaks in just a human, plain English, you know, brutality, like cuss words and, and just straight to the point. Whereas Tony Robbins uses a slightly more transformational jargony language. So it's harder to, you know, kind of interact with him or harder to hear out what he's saying if you don't necessarily know that language and or you're not open to, you know, changing and moving into that language. Right. So it just it, it depends on on who is in consuming the information. And I think that they truly do ha all have a niche. They all have a place. Um, and like you said, I really love Tony Robbins book that we read. 
it was phenomenal in my opinion. Um, what was it called? Goodness gracious, the the playbook for financial uns, unstoppable or un unshakable unshakable. Yeah, it was unshakable. Your financial book to freedom or something like that. It was a great book. I would read another Tony Robbins book for sure. Um, you know, I thought it was really useful. Gary V was it useful? Yes. Um, was there as much mechanic support like Unshakable when it comes to the financial markets and how to you know invest your money? No, not at all. You know, Gary V was very very kind of wide idea. This is what's available. You know, if you work your ass off. Whereas Tony Robbins was like, we're gonna have a book about money, and we're gonna talk about how you should be investing and how you should be in the market. And here's you know why you're scared of being in the market, and we're gonna tell you why what you think is BS and you should be in the market anyway. Yeah. I think it's also important to note too. I'm sure we would have a different outlook on this. If this was our first exposure to Gary V fair, because I mean, the one thing, like we said earlier is he's consistent. I mean, this is, if you follow Gary V in any manner online, what he's saying in the book is exactly who he is and what he always says. So if I never knew who he was, he's talking about buying the jets, doing this, get off your ass. And then you see his content online, you be go, okay, this is that guy I read a book about. So I think we're just already, it's so saturated, which is what Gary Vee likes. He says post a million times a day. But you are right. I think Gary Vee almost speaks to the younger audience of like, when I grew up, I was selling Skittles in second grade. And I was, you know, trying to do anything I can to try to buy an Xbox. And, you know, I think he gets, you know, the 16 year old, 18 year old, the guys who just don't know what to do to get them to try to follow their passion and double down on their strengths. Like, he always says, and more and I have always loved that quote, but Tony Robbins is like, once you've kind of got off your ass, how do you take your business to the next level? Because at a certain point, you need to know how to scale. And just by trying and doing while well, that's going to be helpful, you do need some background or some higher level knowledge on how to scale or invest or looking at other things. Because Gary Vee's never going to teach you about the stock market. He's not going to help you invest or tell you how to handle your money. He's just going to get you off the couch, which is incredibly important for a lot of people. You know, so it was a book that really kind of hit home with who Gary Vee is and his message. But like I said, the more and more that we see Gary Vee, I think it's just starting to, you start to understand the big game that he's playing. But I, I don't know. I was thinking that as we're recording this, does Gary Vee have other business interests? I know he's invested in a lot of little things, but you know, for someone who started off doing wine and things like that, does he invest in anything other than uh, a media, his media company? Because he talks all about, you know, starting a business and this and that. But I don't know if he's done anything other than normally Vayner Media. Oh, I'm sure. I'm he, sure that he has. I'm I mean, sure what, there's a lot of little things. What I what I do know what I do know is he loves to brag about how uh, he missed out on the opportunity with Uber when they were oh yeah tiny. Yeah, he, he loves to brag about that. But yeah, I'm sure that he's diversified. I'm sure that he I'm also sure he lives is by. Well. A, by a code of like you know, by the code of all the other like hundred millionaires and billionaires that are out there. It's just that interesting that he money. doesn't like talk about that more at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? He, well, he, he knows he, his audience and he goes after it. I guess. I mean, and it's yeah. it's smart to a certain extent. I'm sure he has a lot of business coming in because they're reaching out directly to Gary Vaynerchuk, and he's taking on a lot of that work because of his personal brand and the name that he's built for himself. You know, because he, I mean, if you, if you look at it, VaynerMedia has, what, 200K followers versus him at multi-multi-millions. So it's just different, right? So I, I, he kind of runs his business based on him uh, and his kind of, I hate to use the word, but clout. Um, and that 
what he's built for himself is phenomenal, but you know everyone wants to go through Gary. So I'm I don't I wonder I I don't know his business. I'm sure that he's figured out a, a way that works really 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 well for him. But I'm just interested to know if he has to be involved in every minute detail of the business in order to run his business due to the fact that he has a, a personal brand that significantly outweighs his company's brand. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head right there because it's really what he's talking about is, you know, we talk Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins tells you how to build a business where Gary Vee is you are the business. Your brand is everything. And like I said, you see social media influencers who they make a living just by being able to post, you know, about a new skincare product or something like that. So if you want to build a personal brand where wherever you go, people know you and you can make money off of your name, Gary V's, that's what he's built on. Like you said, he is worth more than VaynerMedia, essentially. VaynerMedia. Well, he is VaynerMedia, right? Like, he, that's, that's what the I'm point saying. I'm trying he, to make that, is that he is VaynerMedia. That company could, quote-unquote, go under, and he still is going to be able to start and do whatever he wants, same thing again. So, yeah, if he, his personal brand is what he teaches you how to build, which is post often, you know, have content that is, you know, very relevant to your users and your target audience. But yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. That's really what he's pushing. And I think the differentiator between him and a lot of other uh, motivators and speakers as well. Yeah, I definitely, there's no doubt about that. I, I think that um, they're also very different, right? Like in regards to their brand and how they promote themselves, they're very different. Because if you think about it, Gary is like the, I made it in business, you can too. Whereas Tony is strictly a transformational coach i mean yes he is a business person yes does he go off of uh you know and create business acumen programs absolutely but his base is in transformational work his base is in personal development his base is in you know we're going to build you up as a person and then worry about the business afterwards obviously he's created a bunch of stuff for business but it's interesting the way that he does it because he has people show up in tens of thousands of people and he basically has found a way to delegate a lot of the work he comes on for a couple hours he has other coaches jump on he has small group leaders like support small groups of teams like it's a very interesting way that he supports people so they're just two different businesses too and if you think about it right because the training business is all about people and creating coaches whereas you know gary's business is about creating business you know creating businesses creating a communication between you know parties to engage in business so just different right I, I don't think that it's plus or minus I don't think it's um, better or worse I think that they're just different between the two of them if you look at the Tony Robbins versus the Gary uh, Vaynerchuk's of the world you know what I mean yeah agreed uh, so with that what do you think let's get into final thoughts I yeah feel like if we um, don't we might we might be running around a little bit yeah, 100%. I'm actually really enjoying the conversation, though. But, you know, Agreed. in regards to the book, let's talk about that. The book is enlightening for those who haven't spent a lot of time with Gary Vee on social media. Um, if you really want to know his, his story, which is a really actually val valuable piece of him telling you the story from beginning to end and understanding who Gary Vee is as a person, if you are a follower or a fan of him. Um, it is really actually quite supportive because you can look at him in the light of, you know, his his entire life. Like you can see him in his entirety. So I think it's really valuable, especially if you're already into Gary Vee's uh, content. Uh, in regards to the book giving me tools, I mean, yes, were there tools? Nothing that we didn't see in Crushing It, his sequel, or in you know different videos that we've consumed from seeing his content. 
Um, but yes, it's like a culmination of all, a lot of tools that he brings to the table having to do with hard work, having to do with persistence, having to do with social media, having to do with marketing, having to do with busting your ass, you know, things like that. So is it a motivational book? Yes. Do they have, does it have tools in it? Yes. Are they overwhelmingly special or out of, out of the box or extraordinary? No, they're pretty simple. So it's a lot of common sense stuff here, guys. Like it's not like this, uh, this book is going to have some sort of piece of information that's just going to blow your mind that you're going to be like, oh my God, I can, you know, build a, you know, $10 billion company in the next three years or something. No, but you might get off your ass and start something. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of my sum up of the book is it's, it's an opportunity for you to look at someone's life that created something from hard work and dedication and for that person to tell you that you can do the same thing. That's, that's kind of my final thoughts on the book. That's what it was. Um, so in that regards, was it a good book? Sure. Um, yeah, but you know, I don't know. At, at this point, I'm, I, I got Gary's story. I know his story. I don't need to read it over and over again. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. If you want to read the uh, autobiography of Gary Vaynerchuk or learn a little bit more about who he is in his history, then I would say definitely check out the book. If you haven't or you already feel like you know a lot about him, I would say a lot of what is in this book has already been disseminated out into Instagram, Twitter, um, so many YouTube clips, so many things that you see from him. He's reset almost all of this, um, you know, from the point that he wrote this book. So if you follow him often, this might feel like um, you're just going over things you already know. But if you don't know much about him or you've never heard his name until today, definitely check it out. Gary Vee is someone, like you said, will get you off your ass and get you moving. And he's a master at, at creating that social brand. Even if it's bad publicity, it's good publicity. I mean, people will make jokes about Gary Vee being like, well, Gary, what should I do? I want to start a business. Be like, well, where do you live? I live at home. Leave your home. Live in the streets. You know, be poor for six months. And it's like, what, Gary, why would I do that? Like, he'll, the people will make jokes of how strong Gary Vee is. But even that promotes his brand farther out. You know, he's a master at creating this this aura around him that is something that people either want to love or hate but either way it's increasing the overall attention that he gets and he always says attention is currency wherever the eyes are is where the money is so he does everything to make sure that he's staying relevant in any way and the good thing is is the way that he operates and speaks is very authentic that no matter what it's going to rub people the right way and others the right way so it's something that's you're going to hear this message forever with Gary Vee, and I think it's something that's going to be here for years to come. But all in all, I like the book. It was very short, uh, a few hours long, nothing too difficult. It really just sounds like someone is speaking to you at um you know at an event. So if you have a few hours to kill, and and you know you want to use this time with the quarantine to try to get motivated and get off your ass, then check it out. Like I said, it was Gary Vee, Crush It, and he has a follow up book called Crushing It. So if you haven't read that. Feel free to check that out after or go back to episode one of the 52, which, wow, we haven't listened to in a while. I hope our audio quality isn't oh, terrible. It's not I hope we don't, I hope we don't sound absolutely trash. So if you go back, please, please uh, know that we've had 30 other tries since that, 31 other tries, essentially. So um, with that, I don't really have much else. What do you think, more? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm complete. And yeah, just to be clear, I love Gary Vee and everything that he stands for. I've just had a lot of his content. So agreed, Ross, for anyone that hasn't, you know, consumed much of his content and or just wants to hear his entire story, awesome book. 
Um, and with that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us on episode 31 of the 52 podcast. My name is More Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. This is the 52, 52 books, 52 weeks, making every week count. Have an awesome week. Stay safe. Be well. Um, get out of harm's way. And if you're bored, check out some of our our previous podcasts. You can check us out anywhere where podcasts can be heard and on Instagram, on Facebook, all at The 52. Thank you guys so much for joining us again and have an awesome week. Take care.